We have some breaking AI news out of OpenAI who has just created a new board to kind of address a lot of, it's called a safety advisory group, and it's really essentially set to kind of address some of the safety issues that people are kind of concerned with AI, especially in light of everything that recently had happened with, you know, Sam Altman um, getting fired and coming back and all that whole conversation. So this is really interesting. And I think even more interesting is the fact that the board has veto power over this. Um, so at the end of the day, it's leaving a lot of people to kind of speculate, well, even if the safety board or the safety group made some decisions and said they need to X, Y, and Z, the, the board can just essentially veto it. So what power does it really have? Um, we're going to be diving into all of this and some of the interesting controversies. Today's episode is sponsored by AI Box, my very own AI app builder and marketplace. If you're interested in getting on the wait list, you can go to AIbox.ai. Or if you're interested in investing in the company, we have a crowdfunding campaign launched at republic.com slash AI box. I'll leave links to both of those in the description, but let's get into the episode. We gonna bring it to you just like that. Welcome everyone to the future's AI chat. Bringing you the interviews and giving you info to be in the know. Tech company CEOs of Rock with us, bitch gonna come back i'm just saying the facts this is ai chat let's go the big ai news here is that OpenAI is essentially strengthening some of their safety measures to counter ai risks and they're doing this with a new advisory group so i think this is a pretty big move that essentially is set to mitigate some of the potential dangers around um advanced ai they've been talking about this a lot lately uh, they recently came out with a paper talking about how they are planning on you know dealing with super you know they call it superhuman ai but essentially it's smarter than us and better at us at, the, at everything and how we're going to control this thing. So this is obviously a topic they're they're putting a lot of interest, uh, advisory groups and research, and they're putting money into funding grants and other things in the area. And it's leaving me personally asking, like, you know, like why? Like, how, do we have some crazy technological advancements that are coming down the pipe that they're aware of but they haven't released yet? There's a lot of really interesting questions. I tend to think that is possibly the case uh, in this regard. They see where this is going in the next. Even if it's the next one or two years, I think we're going to start seeing some really insane advancements with AI that are going to make a really big impact, displace a lot of current uh, tasks in jobs. In any case, all of this is very interesting. So this new advisory group that they have created is operating above the technical team. So technically, it can tell the technical team if they're like, hey, you know, we don't want you developing X, Y, and Z for these reasons. But essentially, it's tasked with making some um, really important safety recommendations to the company's leadership. So talking, you know, right with the, the the board of directors of the company, the CEO, et cetera. And all this is adding a layer of oversight. Uh, essentially, that's the concept, right? They're like more oversight. They had this whole debacle with uh, Sam Altman getting kicked out and some people saying it was because of, you know, he didn't care so much about AI safety and all this other stuff. Uh, so I think this is something that they're definitely wanting to talk about. Um, OpenAI's board, though, does have the ability to have like essentially veto power over any decisions that this new group makes. Um, although I think it's going to be interesting to see how this is actually used, you know, if, the, if this is going to be bad PR, right? The safety, the AI safety thing that they put in place is like, hey, this thing's really unsafe. And then the board's like, you know, like, oh, veto, we don't want to do that. So I think they're going to try to work with them. It'll, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. And it'll be interesting to see if we get any massive dramatic fallout like we had with Sam Altman's firing, or if this is uh, something they're going to try to be a little bit more um, diplomatic with. So this development comes amid a lot of heightened kind of scrutiny of AI risks. Uh, of course, everything that happened uh, with Ilya Suskover and Helen Toner, um, who both are were on the board of directors, but they're no longer board members anymore. 
Both of them were known for kind of a really cautious approach to AI uh, progression. Helen Toner published a paper that was kind of critical of OpenAI and and some of the stuff it was doing. Um, And both of them, on all of this whole situation, I think really has kind of underscored the need for some uh, robust safety measures. Now, what that looks like and what that actually means, I think, is left to be said, but that's kind of the argument that they made uh, while on the board. So OpenAI's updated, quote-unquote, preparedness framework um, outlines its approach to identifying and addressing catastrophic risks associated with AI models. Now, that sounds really crazy, but I think the company essentially kind of just actually defines catastrophic risks as those that pose severe economic, societal, or existential threats. So this um, could include things like AI getting, auton- you know, becoming autonomous. In other words, like it's able to operate itself and maintain itself um, or potentially, you know, other harmful capabilities. So the framework that they've developed essentially distinguishes between in-production models, which are managed by a safety systems team, and frontier models in development, which are overseen by a preparedness team. So a third category, which is handled by the quote-unquote super alignment team, focuses on theoretical guidelines for super intelligent models. This is a concept that still uh, is in the realm of theory, right? Like we, we don't actually have this super intelligent AI yet, but they're obviously uh, predicting that this is coming down the pipe and putting a lot of resources into creating this kind of super alignment team for the superhuman uh, intelligent AI. So risk assessments within OpenAI um, involve evaluating the models across four different categories. So they are cybersecurity, um, persuasion, this includes like disinformation and stuff like that, um, model autonomy, right? So this thing running itself in some way, shape or form, and CBRN, which is chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear threats, right? So these are like, you know, this AI is releasing, you know, major chemical or biological warfare or radiation or nuclear, like some really severe things in that uh, CBRN section. So the evaluation process is really rigorous. Uh, The models are facing deployment restrictions or uh, discontinuation if they present high or critical risks. Um, what's interesting to me is they have all these frameworks. I'd be so curious to, to get some like transparency and to hear from them if they've created AI models that like, because they say, you know, if an AI model comes up and it, it displays any risks that w- could, um, you know, that are in this framework uh, that they are discontinued. I'd be curious to know, like, have they discontinued any models to date? Um, it'd be so fascinating to to hear because Obviously, um, because if they have, I think that's like a big uh, a big cause for concern. Because even if they're like, well, look, like GPT four and ChatGPT, like these are great tools. There's no risks. We've we've tested them. Yada yada. It's like, well, if you're creating things that have big risks, someone else could probably do the same thing. And so it, it's just like, you know, how do we protect ourselves against what they discovered there? So that is an interesting aspect. Is not to me not just like you know, we made the model safe and so we released it. It's like, okay, but what models didn't you release? And, you know, how would we mitigate the risks of someone else finding it, like discovering that and being able to do it? So very, very interesting. But in the, um, you know, giving specific examples in the cybersecurity one, um, a model that significantly enhances cyber oper- operation tasks is deemed a medium risk, while a model that's capable of independently developing high-value cyber exploits is classified as like a high risk, right? So if this thing is is like sitting there on the internet, cruising through code and code bases and and looking at stuff and coming up with like, you know, high-risk 
um, you know, all on its own cyber security ex exploits, this thing is a, is a high risk model. And I think the most kind of alarming category, which is critical risk, includes models that can autonomously devise and execute cyber attack strategies. So this would be if a model is capable of um, like doing everything by itself, you, you just set this thing up, give it some resources, and all of a sudden it's like, you know, doing DDoS attacks on websites and taking down servers and doing crazy stuff, then you definitely, you know, this thing is definitely a uh, an issue. So OpenAI has been asked for, you know, to give more details on their different risk categories and um, how they're kind of defined and updated, particularly with new threats like photo real, like, you know, deep fakes and other things like that. Um, so this, I think, is kind of evolving. We'll see what they say in response to that. But the formation of the safety advisor group is kind of a new strategic move to um, make sure that the risk evaluations and recommendations are not only in the hands of the model developers, right? So they don't just want the people making this thing to worry about the safety because maybe they'll be biased, right? Like maybe you make this amazing model you spend years um, on and you, you know, millions of dollars and tons of compute and you make this and it can do incredible things. It can code like nothing else, but at the same time, all on its own, it can go execute cybersecurity attacks, right? And so, you know, you can see this kind of conflict of interest forming where the developers that created this could, you know, have some sort of like, um, you know, be kind of biased towards this thing they created and be like, no, no, I can fix it, right? Like, uh, I can just turn that part of it off and we use it for everything else. But at the end of the day, if it's, you know, if that leaks or gets out or someone turns the fix off or whatever, and all of a sudden this thing goes rogue and uh, destroys some infrastructure, that'd be very bad. So, um, in order to avoid that situation, that's kind of what this new safety advisory group is set to kind of oversee. And if there's issues, they they have, you know, they can pull the plug. Of course, the board has veto power, but um, they're going to be alerting on that. So decisions on whether to uh, proceed with a halt um, on a particular AI model are going to be made by, of course, the actual leadership team, Sam Altman and the CTO, Mira Moradi. Um, but what I will say is that the board now includes um, some people like Brett Taylor, Larry Summers, who are not AI experts, um, and they have the authority to reverse those decisions, which is kind of interesting. So I think this restructuring is kind of trying to prevent scenarios where high risk products or processes are approved without, you know, enough board oversight. Um, what I will say, though, is that a lot of people are still asking questions about the, like the board's willingness to challenge leadership decisions and also kind of like the extent of transparency in this process. So OpenAI is promising to, you know, have audits from independent third parties, um, but they haven't really detailed how these critical risk findings are going to be disclosed or handled yet. So that's all of that's really kind of unclear, to be honest. Um, but what I will say is OpenAI's latest, you know, this whole thing that they're doing here, these latest safety measures, I think they do show that there is like definitely a growing, like at least if nothing else, acknowledgement of some of these really big implications and also maybe some of like the potential dangers um, that these could face. So I think as the technology is obviously getting a lot better very fast, um, there has to be kind of this balance between innovation and also the safety um, aspect of it. So I think that's one that OpenAI is taking seriously at the moment. Uh, they're actively addressing this um, through you know a lot of these new structural changes. So I'm very optimistic about what OpenAI is working on and what they're doing and the process they're taking um, in this regard. So very excited. And I'll definitely keep you updated on everything they uh, are doing in the future with this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below. 